Good morning. First of all, I would like to thank the eldership for having confidence in me to come before you and preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you very much. And thank you for all for being here. And thank you to our visitors. Thank you. What an encouragement when a visitor walks through the door. It is such an encouragement. And I hope that you will be blessed by being here this morning. Let me turn on this light. These old eyes are not what they used to be. But I am so thankful that I can see. It's wonderful. The time, and I was talking, just take just a second here. I was talking to Sister Vicki before class, I mean, services started this preaching hour. And she said, you know what? She said, you know what I'm going to be talking about on next lady's Bible class? I'm going to be talking on time. And I hope, Vicki, with what you got prepared and what I got prepared, they'll get a good double dose because repetition is good. I have found out. It helps me. I know that. The purpose, uh, and uh, thank you for, Jim, for leading on our song. And who read the scripture? It's Godfrey. Thank you, Brother Godfrey. We're going to get acquainted down the road better, you and your wife and Irene and I, because we're going to go out. Heavenly Father, willing, the Lord willing. And thank you, Godfrey, and thank you, Brother Jim. And he is a master of getting a sermon title and then putting songs together. Thank you, brother. He had the song that I wanted right in the right spot that I wanted. Thank you. So the purpose of this lesson this morning is to make sure we're using time wisely. One thing as we as Christians... One thing we are, we're stewards, okay? And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4 in the verses 2, Moreover, it is required in steward that a man be found faithful. We've been entrusted with something. We've been trusted with time. Where does time come from? It comes from God. Uh, Genesis 1.1 we read. So, if time comes from God... And the Christian is God's, as we'll notice. The Christian, as time, should be the Lord's as well. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, 19 and 20 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body, and in your spirit, which are God's. They're God's. God created us. When we, when we obey the gospel, we're God's. We're God's children. We're part of God's family. So we ought to be able to render time to God. Titus 2.14 says, Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us in, a, uh, in iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Number one, I'm going to point out that our time, in case you haven't realized it yet, and I know that most of you do, is short upon this earth. It's short. We don't know how long a lifetime is. 
we have a lifetime to get right with God, but we don't know how long a lifetime is. Moses records for us in Psalm 90 and verse 12, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. And wisdom, my brethren, is serving God and being in obedience to Him. Time is a distance between two eternities. God, in uh, uh, the, the Word of God, uh, recorded by Moses in Psalm, again, 90, and the verses 2 this time, God is from everlasting to everlasting. Before the mountains were brought forth, or... the or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. And in John chapter one, uh, chapter one, verses one through three, it's recorded for us in the beginning. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him, and without him uh, was not anything made that was made. Our time on this earth is brief. And, and Job noticed that too. In Job 14 and verse 1 and 2, we'll notice verse 1 for time's sake. He said that a man that is born of, of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. He'd go on to say in Job four or Job seven and six, a verse that we don't hear too often, that my days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. Life goes on fast. Brother Dick Harris lived to be ninety-eight years old, and we lost him not that long ago. And I miss him every day. And Allison lived to be uh, ninety-six. But even if we live to be a hundred or a hundred and five or a hundred and ten or whether it's brief. Compared to eternity, it's brief, brief, brief. So our time upon this earth is short, even if we live to be a hundred. The writer of Psalm uh, Moses, Psalm 90, and we'll get out of Psalm 90 here in a minute. Psalm 90 and verse 10 says, The days of our years are threescore and ten. That's seventy. But by reason of strength, they be fourscore, eighty years. They are their strength and their labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. It's short. Time on it. I look in the mirror sometimes and I can't believe who that is in the mirror. This old man. You know, time goes by. And guess what? The older you get, the faster it goes by, it seems. James uh, put it this way in James chapter 4, 13, 14, and 15. Go to now, ye that say today and tomorrow we will go into the, such a city and continue there and buy and sell and get gain, whereas ye know not uh, shall be on the morrow. What is your life? It is even as a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanish away. For we ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that. We don't know how long we got. That's why we need to be ready. We need to be in a state of readiness also. Second point is our time must be redeemed. 
and that was read by Brother Godfrey in uh, Colossians 4 and verse 5. Redeem the time literally means to buy up the opportunity. The Christian has opportunity. The Christian has influence on those that are not Christians. We look for the opportunity to teach others. Jesus wants uh, his will taught us in uh, uh, the Great Commission in uh, uh, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. The lost must be taught. Titus 2, 2, 11 through 14. For the grace of God hath bringeth salvation, hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. We can set the right example before others in the use of our time. Matthew 5 13 through 16, on the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, You are the light, or you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Time must be redeemed. The opportunity must be seized. Galatians 6.10 As we have therefore opportunity... Let us do good to all men, especially those of the household of faith. Galatians 6.10 The fallen brother or sister must be restored. Galatians 6.1 and 2 Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault, ye that are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. We must help bear one another's burdens. As Christians, bear ye one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. Those taught should communicate unto the teacher. Uh, Galatians 6, 6 said, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all things. The time must be redeemed because the days are evil. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5 and 16. Opportunity to develop spiritual strength through Bible study and classes must be seized. 
And uh, God's, in God's Word, it's said that we are to stand against evil. Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against Thee. We have time to serve God. And here's the main point of the lesson. I'm going to read some scripture, and then I am going to probably go the longest I ever went without quoting a scripture and say a bunch of stuff. I'm not going to quote any scripture for quite a while, brethren. I'm going to talk to you from, yes, I am, because I think we need it. We have time to serve God. I didn't say maybe. We have time. We have to take the time. We have to make the time. Because if we don't, we'll forsake the time. We have to take time to serve God, to be pleasing unto Him. And I think these are two scriptures that should go a long way to building a fire under us and to exhorting us. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we judge that if one died for all, then are all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not live henceforth to themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Boy, that should give me some encouragement. It sure does me. When we stop and think of all that Christ has done for us, we wouldn't have taken one breath of life if it wasn't for Him. Not one breath. He created all things. And we need to be about the business of serving Him. We should live for Him, and living for Him is giving. Giving our time, our Lord and Savior. Putting our time and our trust and our precious time, because time is precious. I know that. I get that. Now here we go. Here we go with the application. How do we use our time? If I were to say, quote a number now, 168. Does that ring any bells if I'm talking time? Hours in a week. I know how much time that is coming up if I'm granted to live this next week. 168 hours. Now, I know there are many in here that are working a job. And if you're working, you may work 40 hours a week. You may work 50 hours a week. You may work 20 hours a week. You have a schedule and you have to, to do that. The Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat, okay? I realize that, and God realized that. I've got to sleep. I don't sleep much. I sleep four or five hours a night, but most people should try to get seven or eight hours a night. So if I'm working 50 hours a week and I'm sleeping uh, 56 hours, sleeping eight hours a night, and I got travel time to and from work, and I got family time at night with my family, and I got eating time. I don't, there's not a whole lot left there, is it, for the working people? 
I mean, they may have 15, 20 hours. They may have 10. I don't know. But their time is tied up, and I realize that. But we go on. Now let's take our time here for service. If we make every service, you'll be here, you came here and got here at 9, and we leave it. I'll say, I'm estimating high. You're here three hours. You're back tonight for an hour. You're here Wednesday night at an hour. That's five hours of service. And I'll give you two hours for travel. And most of you won't take you two hours to make those three services. So that's seven hours. Time for God, right? Okay. Now, let's talk about our Bible study. How much time do you study every day at home? Well, I study 30 minutes. Well, I study 15 minutes. I don't study at all. I study two hours. That's a wide, broad way, isn't it? So let's say for an example, we pick 30 minutes. So if I study 30 minutes a day, it'll be a little over two hours. So I'll give us three hours. So seven and three is 10. What percentage is 10 of 168? It's not a very big percentage, is it? But I realize you people working, it's a challenge. I get that. You know, I, I don't want us want to be too demanding, okay? Our time is precious, and our soul is precious, and the souls of others is precious. Think about this in the constant conscience of your time. How could you better use your time, and I'm listening, than service to God? How can you better use your time? Because it has an eternal consequence. You're not going to get up before God and say, God, I'm sorry, I spent too much time in service to you. You'll not be saying that. No, we could never give enough. When we, when we come to worship, the, the church has a.m. worship, p.m. worship on Sunday. We have uh, uh, Wednesday night. We have uh, also we have men's Bible classes with our brother Van's teaching. We have women's Bible classes, which our sister Vicky's teaching. We have a Monday class that meets next door at 10 o'clock, which we can be a part of. Okay? And we have other brethren that are willing to sit down with you and to study. Me, for one. I'm sure Van's willing, and I'm sure David's willing. They'll sit, and there's other brethren and other sisters that are willing to sit down with you. It wasn't long ago, a few months back, that we decided we were going to print cards up and make an effort to pass cards out to others and to invite them to service. And we have been doing that, and a number of us have been doing that, and we will continue to do that in our time to the ones that don't have much time 
It doesn't take that much time to have a card printed up with a preacher's name on it, the church, the website, free Bible correspondence classes, and our online so they can get online. It doesn't take that much time or that much effort to invite someone to service. I've got cards right in here. I'm ready. When I see someone, uh, I'm Mark Bernhardt. I worship at the Central Church of Christ on 1454 Bel Air Road. Perhaps you've been by there. I'd like to invite you to worship service. Would you come and, and be with us? Oh, by the way, on the back has a plan of salvation. If nothing else, you place the plan of salvation in their hand. Your area, who you're around is different than everyone in here. You're all in a little different area. Your sphere of influence. I'm not in it all. And uh, you're not in mine. That's why it's so important for us to evangelize. And we can do it just by inviting. I can tell, I don't have to be a preacher. I don't have to be a Sunday school teacher. I can tell other people what I did to be saved. And I can invite them to worship. A free Bible correspondence course. Someone will come and study with you and teach you. Can I do that? You know, recently, in fact, it was Wednesday night, I was talking with Jim and Val. And Jim and Val are visitors here. Now, they're extended visitors. She's going to be here to about April somewhere. So they'll be here a couple months, two and a half, I don't know. But I said to Jim and Val, I said, if I ask you to get some of these cards and pass out to other people and invite them to church, would you do it? And she said, sure. And he said, sure. They're most happy to do it. Now, if they can do it being visitors, why can't I do it being a member, right? You see where I'm headed? We can do it. And that doesn't take up that much time. The apostles and Jesus preached as they went. Where they were, they taught. And we can do the same thing. We need to spend in time in service to others because we share, because we care, and we know He cares. Oh, yes, He cares. I know He cares what He's saying. Now, let's talk about our giving. Just a minute here, and this is not where I'm headed, but maybe it will kind of ring true and causing me 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 5 to examine myself whether I be in the faith. Okay. And, and under the Old Testament, do you remember what they gave? You, tithe. Right? That's the tenth, right, brother? Okay. All right. You and I, and it's been stated many times, are under a better covenant with better promises with the blood of Jesus Christ. So maybe 15, 20%, I don't know. And it all depends on your, we know the Lord loves a cheerful giver, but we give, right? And a giving is what? They made sacrifices under the Old Testament law. It cost them something. 
Well, when we give financially, it costs us something, don't it? Yes, it does, all right? Now, here comes the application. What about our time? 10, 15%, 20%. Now, where, where I go, I can pass out cards in the mall. I can pass out cards at the grocery store. I can pass out cards at the gas station store. I don't care what, I go to the bank. And I have people say to me, I've got your card. You know, any excuse they can come up with. But I don't care if they reject you. Rejection's okay too. It's their choice. We have to choose this day who we're going to serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. When you invite them, you've done your part. You've done, you've, you're carrying the Great Commission out in the area you're in. We support missionaries in different, place, different places because we can't physically go, okay? But we do it financially. We can, through our time, pass these cards out. And looking at the time, 10, 15%, I, like I say, the people that are working, they don't have time. Retired people, You've got no excuse. You've got no excuse if you're retired. If I can't give 10, 15, 20% and I'm retired, there's, I think my priorities are not right. I don't think I'm seeking first the kingdom of God. I understand the working people. I'm going to wind it up. Not going to keep you much longer. Not going to keep you much longer. Uh, I'm going to finally quote a scripture now. Matthew 5, 6 said, Blessed means happy, blessed, are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And my hungering and thirsting after righteousness. If I am, I'm going to be filled. How? Through God's word, through the study of it. I'm going to put it down this way. And this is the way the, I don't see how a person can go. We look at, I want us to look at our eating. I'm going to say we spend an hour a day eating. I don't know, that might be a little, little high. I think it's kind of average. Three meals a day, 20 minutes a meal. Maybe a couple of snacks. Guilty. If I need to eat an hour a day, to support my physical body, don't I need to be in God's word an hour a day to ward off the, the uh, devil? I don't know what else to say. Can I do it with it less than that? I'm out there all this time and there's, there's practically no Christians out there. Everybody out there is not, they're not a members of the church and most people are not interested. There are some good people out there, yes, that they don't have to change much. They're already doing some good things. But can I give God and my Lord and Savior who went to the cross for me an hour a day in Bible study and studying His Word, can I give Him 30 minutes a day? Is it too much to ask? Many of you are already doing it, but I'm just trying to encourage you in light of the amount of hours there is in a week and what he has done for you and the little percentage 
that many may be cutting out for God. It's your choice, you know. And I hope I, I, I've tried to do this with love. And I don't want to go too much longer. I've talked about Val and Jim. I can't talk about certain people because they don't want me to talk about them. And I understand that. But I'm going to talk about one other person. And I asked him before this lesson today, just before I came up here, I said, can I talk about you? And he said, yes, if it's positive. Something like that. Well, I can never say nothing about this next individual I'm about to talk about. Because I watched him evangelize from his hospital bed. Now he knows who I'm going to talk about. Now he knows, because I've seen him in there. David was there. Weren't you there? Did you see him uh, talking about passing out cards? And Yes, from the hospital bed with the doctors and nurses and whatever he could do. John Benson. The Bible mentions names. Brother, good example. We love you. I love all of you. Love all that are passing. David's been passing out cards and uh, right and left. And uh, I can't mention one that passes out cards right and left. And so... It just, uh, it's a measure of our love when we reach out to others. Somebody read, well, I almost broke down in class this morning. You may have seen me switch when I talked about teaching there. An emotion came over me because I remember my Aunt Joyce and my Uncle Buddy who took me and taught me the gospel. The most precious gift anyone could ever give anyone is to teach them the truth. We've got the truth. The world is not going to evangelize if we don't do it. Who's going to do it? And what is at stake? The souls of those you come in contact with. Because if they haven't obeyed the gospel, they're lost. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, if our gospel be hid, it's hid from those who are lost. Into our hands the gospel is given. Into our hands is given the light. Haste let us carry God's precious message guiding the erring back to the right. We can do it. It takes time. It takes time. And are we using time wisely? Are we using time wisely? We had a loving Savior who came to this earth. He went to the cross and He died for my sins and your sins that we might be saved. We have a choice. We can do what we want to. We can be selfish. We can serve sin, self, and Satan. Or we can serve God. It's our choice. And each of us will make our choice. The gospel plan is this. Jesus said, He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. I must first hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Uh, Romans 10 and verse 17. 
unless you believe that I am He, you shall die in your sins, John 8, 24. You must believe, you must repent, Acts uh, chapter 3 and the verses 19. You must make the great confession that I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God as the eunuch did and also stated in Matthew 10, 32. And then we must be baptized for the remission of our sins and then the Lord will add you to His church. If you haven't done those things, today's the day to do it. To put on your Lord in baptism and wash away all your sins. Acts 22 and the verses 16. If you're here and you've wandered away and you've not been doing what you ought to be doing and you need to repent of your sins, now's the time to come forward. Now's the come time to come, come forward and be restored. If you're subject to the Lord's invitation, will you please come as we...